Hello, dear Imani. Hello, everyone. Happy Halloween. I hope you guys liked my cute little new intro just for the season. Just one week only exclusive Halloween intro. But happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It is, if you're listening to this today, Friday, when we drop, it's the Halloween weekend. And that's like the best time ever, especially because Halloween's on Monday. So you could party Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can party Monday if you Monday if you want to. So happy Halloween. I'm super excited. As you can see, I have a costume on. I'm so cute. This is actually Alex's costume from a couple years ago. And I was a Wilma, but one, I couldn't find the rest of the outfit, just the white dress. And this, her outfit doesn't work if you only just have the white dress, no big pearls, no wig. It just looks like a white dress. So I was like, let me just put on Alex's little costume. So I put it on. I styled it. I got a cute little belt on, you know, keep me snatched. I got some boots. Can you see these boots on? So I'm real cute. Like, Fred Flintstone walked so Imani could run because I'm looking, I'm slaying. He was not. Anyway, happy Halloween. I love the holidays. I love Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and I love to be festive. So we actually just decorated our place for the fall. We never really do Halloween vibes. We just do go straight into the harvest look. So like leaves and pumpkins and all that stuff. So I feel really in the spirit every year I do. I usually have like five different costumes because I go to different parties. And even if it's like a kickback, I still will wear a different costume because once you post it on the gram, you can't really wear it again. Like, come on. So I would wear like a million different costumes. And actually, I'm going to do a TikTok to show you guys all my different costumes I've had throughout the years because they're pretty iconic. And sadly, this year, I don't really have a costume to wear. Like I have this one on right now. And then I have a party on Sunday, like afternoon, but I still don't have a costume for that. And I remember telling you guys that I was going to be an alien superstar, you know, when Renaissance dropped. Dropped the ball with that. I'm not being an alien superstar. And I think it's because I just, it just went by too fast. Like the end of October is already here. And I was like, whoa, I don't have a costume. Didn't do that. My second choice was going to be Sailor Moon. I think I talked about that last week, but didn't get the costume, like I said I was about to get, because it wasn't going to get here until the second, which that's after Halloween. So what's the point of that? And now I'm like, okay, well, when am I supposed to post on Instagram if I don't have a costume? So I think I'm going to just be Morticia. Maybe I should stop saying what I'm going to be on the podcast because clearly it's not happening. But I think I'm going to be Morticia and have Alex be Gomez because he has a suit. He could wear that. And I have a long black dress. I just get, I just got to get like a long snatched wig and then I can do my makeup and be good to go. Get some roses and call it a day. I don't know. We don't have anywhere to go, but at least we'll have an Instagram post. So there's that. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking all about Halloween. I'm going to give you some Halloween go-tos, what you have to do, things that get you in the spirit of the holiday. And then we're also going to be going over some Halloween horror date stories. Oh, that's kind of good. Stories. Um, things that you guys submitted. And then I also went online and looked at Reddit because there's like crazier episodes. I'm not episodes. There's crazier stories on there than what y'all submitted. So uh, they're just mixed in all together. So that is the theme of the episode today. I do want to do themed episodes for obviously Halloween, a Christmas one, a Valentine's Day one, a New Year's one about setting goals and intentions. I just love the holidays. So I'm like, why not be festive? Also, I'm back in the studio, as you can see. So I'm happy to be back because one, it just gives me more content to post because when I just do audio by myself, it's giving nothing. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to make stuff work on my Instagram page. And then when you're in the studio, it's so cute and it just looks so good. It's all the equipment's here. I don't have to edit anything by myself. 
late at night. Like last last time I was editing myself because I recorded it, my, recorded it myself and I had work that night and I went to bed like at two, three o'clock in the morning trying to edit my podcast. So shout out to the podcast place. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> because I don't got to do none of that when I come here and record. All right. So like I said, I usually go to a lot of parties throughout the, for Halloween, but this, the past couple of years have been busy because I've always, was always at a pageant. So like a couple of years ago, I was competing for Miss Washington USA, like 2018. And then I was competing for Miss Washington USA 2019. That's the year I won. And also we're both in during like October, Halloween and the beginning of November. And then the next year in 2020 was when I was at Miss USA. So I definitely didn't have time to do any Halloween costumes. So for the past three years, it's been a little bit womp, womp, womp. But before that, your girl was eating Halloween up. So my pride and joy is my hot Cheeto costume. Well, I was a Cheeto and one of my best friends, Allie, Allie, the one she was in the first episode of the podcast, she was a hot Cheeto. And those costumes ate. Like they were so, so good. Basically, she how she made them was we put like pillow stuffing in like on top of us and glued it all together so we can actually get the shape of a Cheeto. We didn't want it to be, you know, you know how Cheetos look. Cheetos are like disformed a little bit, but that's what makes them so delicious. So it was like um, pillow stuff and the pillow stuffing on a sweatshirt. And then she spray painted it red and mine orange. And then we had I had orange tights. I had orange shoes. And then we made little purses out of Cheeto bags. So it was honestly iconic. I have to post that so you guys can see it. Another costume I had with two of my other best friends was we were the Clover cheerleaders from Bring It On. And that costume is like has gone really popular over the years. Like people still dress like that, which is super cute. But we did it some years ago when everyone wasn't doing it. Okay. And actually Gabrielle Union liked our picture. So she knows who we are. Obviously, probably not, but she liked it. So shout out to her. So that was like my second favorite costume. And then Alex and I were Wilma and Fred, but I'm being Fred right now. That was a couple years ago. And then what else was I? Oh, I was also Susie Carmichael from the Rugrats. And a huge group of my friends, we did the whole entire cast of Rugrats. And that was super, super cute. So I've had some top-tier costumes. And we don't play. Like, I, we make them. Like, our Clover's outfit was bought on, like, a cheerleading website. And then we went to the mall and got Clover's printed. And then we used, like, tape to make the, the trimming, you know, like, the orange and yellow trimming of their outfits. Um, like I explained, the Hot Cheeto and Cheeto costume was completely DIY. And then the Susie Carmichael costume was also DIY. I got like a yellow dress. I cut out purple thing, purple patches, had my hair in pigtails, had the whole thing. Like I was super cute. But all that to say, I love Halloween. I love this time of year just from October through January. It's just so cute. And then my birthday's in February. So it's just lit all the way around. Anyway, let's get into the Halloween must-haves. So I created this list because, once again, I love the Halloween time of year and I love to be in the spirit. And I think these are some things that are going to help you feel festive, you know, like just wake up and be like, yes, it's fall. So the first one is a pumpkin patch, of course. I actually just went to a pumpkin patch and it was a lot of fun. They're definitely for kids, obviously, but ain't nothing wrong with taking two grown adults to the pumpkin patch. So we went there and they have um, cookie decorating. We went to the one in Irvine. They have cookie decorating, they have pumpkin decorating, and you can buy a pumpkin, of course. They had a little free hunted house, and it was really cheap. I think it was $3 to park, and then admission inside was free. And then you can add and, like, buy snacks or buy tickets to the hayride or something like that. But overall, it was super fun. And also, it just gives you the chance to take really cute pictures. Like, 
that day we went, it was in 95 degrees and it's still not super cold in California right now, but the girls were still giving boots and sweaters. Why? Because they had to post on Instagram. You have to do what you have to do when you have to post on Instagram. Like I for sure to wear a, a sweater in this in the summer if I have to because I need to post, right? So that's a perfect place to post on Instagram and just have a cute little date night or just go with your girlfriends, whatever floats your boat. Number two, watch a scary movie, even if it's awful. So I just came back from watching Halloween Ends, you know, the Michael Myers series. Actually, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm happy it's done because the fact that they released Halloween Kills last year and then Halloween Ends this year is just already too much because... I feel like those movies should be spaced out to give you some room to miss it. But they didn't give you no room to miss the movies. It came back right again next year for Halloween. It was not bad. But I do think it's a staple to watch like an old scary movie. Or usually every year there's a scary movie that comes out. Whether it's like Conjuring 54 or Annabelle 5. Like all those movies. (laughs) They always come. There's something that's going to come out for Halloween. So make sure you go to the theater. Or even if you want to watch a movie at home. Watch a scary movie because it's going to put you in the spirit, even if it's awful. Number three, make a pumpkin-flavored something or try it at least, anything. So for me, right when fall dropped, I was in line getting a pumpkin spice, like a pumpkin cold brew, excuse me. That's what I drink. Um, Because it puts you in the fall spirit. And you have to do that to really make yourself feel like, yes, it is here. So make yourself something pumpkin. I know Trader Joe's has a whole entire grocery haul of new pumpkin flavor things that they brought into the store recently. So look out for that. And then everything has, there's pumpkin flavored everything. So make a pie, make a pastry, make a meal. I don't know, something, go to the pumpkin patch, grab your pumpkin, gut it out, and then make something yummy. And it'll be fun. So try something pumpkiny. All right, the next one. Swap out your summer wardrobe with your fall and winter clothing. Okay, I have not, some of these I haven't even done yet. I'm just telling y'all to do it because I don't know. Sorry, I haven't done this one yet. But I plan to because the thing is, all of our clothes be in those bins. You know the bins, the winter bins. I actually saw this tweet and it was like, y'all be coming out the house during the fall and winter smelling like bins because you don't wash your clothes before you take them, before you wear them out your winter bin. And I was like, bruh, that's facts because I don't think I, I was not, I don't think about, let me wash it first before I wear it because it's been in the bin for a year so I'm going to do that. But switch that out because it's going to make it easier for you to grab your wardrobe. Like as all of a sudden the temperature drops, especially in California. I feel like there's not really, it's just like hot and then super cold at night randomly. And we get that shift and you don't have time to just be digging in your bins under your deep parts of your closets and the crevices of your, under your bed. So if you just swap that out already, as soon as it gets cold, boom, you got that jacket, you got that sweater, you got those boots right there waiting for you. So swap out your clothes. And then on top of that is try to get some basics for your wardrobe that you can wear over and over again. This is something that I still need to do, (laughs) but like fall basics are really like capsule pieces in your wardrobe And you don't have to get new ones every year. So some examples would be like a leather black jacket. I think that goes with like any fit and it makes any outfit look elevated. You could wear like leggings, black leggings and a black crop top. And if you put that leather, like, you know, kind of longer jacket on with some boots and glasses, you look like Kim Kardashian. So it's really that easy. So a leather jacket, I wrote black, white 
in nude long sleeve turtleneck um, shirt. So like not the super, not like a turtleneck thick sweater. Those are good too, but you know, like the, the, just a shirt, but it's like a turtleneck long sleeve. You could tuck it into some jeans. You can wear, you can layer it. You can put it under a jacket. So I feel like those are some must haves. Um, I put a couple pair of good jeans, um, uh, different washes too. So black, dark wash, light wash. I reading this, I'm like, I need to take my own advice because I don't have good jeans. Um, a trench coat staple. I feel like that would never go out of style. Like no matter what, a long trench coat in that brown nude caramel camel color, a go-to. Black high boots, either a flat or heeled. Both of them work perfectly fine. If obviously you're trying to be that girl, then they're going to have a heel on it. And if you're just going for a more casual, grungy look, then they're going to be flat. And then I have nude fall colored sneakers, get some Uggs and oversized sweaters and matching sweatsuits. Match, a matching set. I am a matching set queen. Like I probably wear that almost every single day, a matching workout set or like a matching sweatshirt, crew neck or sweatpants because it's so easy. Like you literally have your outfit already done because you just put those two pieces on, add some jewelry and you look like an it girl. And that's the whole point. Number five. Decorate your space. Like I already said, me and Alex decorated. Well, it was not me and Alex. I did. Actually, he was at work. I, Imani Blackman, decorated our space, period. Trying to give somebody credit and they weren't even there. Yeah, I decorated the space and it's super cute. I love doing that every year. We decorate for um, Christmas and fall. That's actually it. We don't decorate for any other holiday. But we decorate for those two. I like to skip to fall because I just love the actual furniture look. Like, the spooky season's really cute too, but I'm not a fan of spiders and webs. So I'm like, I'm not about to be having those around the house. So decorate your space because it really makes you feel festive. And a tip is go to Burlington Coat Factory or like Home Goods, but more so Burlington because they have like actual furniture pieces that look like, you know, those houses you probably be watching on YouTube. Like, you know, people with money, they, they're, they're fall festive, like furniture stuff looks like furniture. It's not just a random trinkets of fall pieces like it's actual thing so they have that at burlington like we have um you know the leaf thing that can go around your tv like people use it for christmas time or ours is leaves for fall like they have things like that to really make it look homey so that's like one of my that should be closer to the top of my list is decorating your space because that really makes you feel at home and festive number six going into adding to home stuff get fall slash pumpkin candles or spray our place has one, two, three, four, like four pumpkin-ish candles downstairs just alone because I love to light them all up and like you're in the house and it's like fall, you know, like it's just right in your, mm, your nostrils. And I love that. So whether you like pumpkin or you want like some apple spice or apple strudel something, get some candles and light. I was like, light that bitch up. Don't like, don't light your house up. Just light it up. Don't leave it lit up while you leave. You know, don't burn your house down. But get a pumpkin candle or something because it's really going to put you in the mood. And honestly, candles just make you feel like zen. Like when I put it, when I put a candle on, you just know you ate. Like when I, when Alex comes home and the candle is lit, he knows I cleaned up. Like that's his sign. He's like, oh, she clean because that's the last thing you do. You light your candle. So get a candle. Number seven, don't forget to change out your foundation slash skincare if needed. So usually during this time of year, people's skin is becomes drier or you get more pale. So you want to make sure that you are changing that foundation because that's for everyone. Even someone with my complexion, like my summer foundation looks different than my winter foundation. And that's just because we all have different skin tones. But 
you know, some of y'all really got to change the foundation. So make sure you do that so it's not completely darker on your face and the rest of your body. And then also with skin, like if your skin is getting drier, then you probably want to use products that have more hydration in them or like serums and stuff. So you look glowy, even in the wintertime, because you don't have to just wait for golden hour in the summer to hit that selfie and have that glowy skin. Like you need to be glowing all year round, including in the fall and the winter. So change up that skincare routine. Number eight, dress up for Halloween, even if it's last minute. This one is... This one is the one because I hate when people go to parties, a Halloween party, and they don't dress up. Like, mm, that is not cute. I feel like everyone went through that stage when they were younger. Not me, but a lot of people, especially guys, go through that stage where they're like, I'm not dressing up. Or they wear a shirt. They're like, this shirt is my costume. Get a grip. Like, you're not cool. It's it's just it's not giving like wear a costume everyone else put effort in and wear a costume and you're like no I'm not going to and I talked about this like a couple episodes ago because I was so annoyed about it but since we're gearing up to Halloween now make sure you wear a costume I'm not saying that you have to go out of your way and buy something like I said this was Alex's costume and I just repurposed it and put some boots and a belt and you know cute little ponytail to make it look girly and cute so I didn't spend any money putting this on but I wanted to be festive today because it's almost Halloween. And you could do the same thing. You could put on some jeans, hike them up, tuck in your shirt, put some glasses on, be Urkel. I don't know. That's basic. It's easy. But it's like, it's a, at least it's a costume. You know, like at least you're trying. It shows people that you're putting effort in. Or go get a mask and put a mask on. At least it's something. I'd rather you do that. And I think anybody would, would rather you do that than just go to the party and not even put a costume on at all. Especially because a lot of times girls are eating. Like I talked about this when I was talking about the college episode last week about how at the all black party, the girls were wearing heels and like bomb dresses. And then the, some of the guys were like in sweats, but just because they were black, they felt like it was fine. No, girls are always putting in so much effort, especially for Halloween. Like we have, we're buying stuff, we're buying new costumes, we're getting makeup artists to do our makeup. If it is like a cool look that you can't do yourself. And then guys just show up and they're like, this shirt is my costume. No, that does not work anymore. So you have to get a costume. That should have been number one. Okay. Number nine, get your nails done with Halloween or fall colors. I should not be talking because I have two busted nails right now, but I do need to get my nails done. Um, but that really, like for me, I don't like to get bright colors in the fall or winter because I feel like that's a summer color. You don't have, that's not a rule. You don't have to follow that rule. You can do whatever you want to at the end of the day, obviously. But for me personally, I just, when I just feel like I can't go to the nail salon and get a bright green and it's like October, November. It's like, girl, do you know the color scheme of the season? So get yourself a color schemed nail, whether it's like a nude, a brown, a burgundy, an orangey looking color, or you get some ghost, like a ghost on your nails, a pumpkin on your nails, just to get you in the Halloween spirit. Because if you don't really celebrate, if you have no parties to go to, if you don't decorate your house, if you don't do anything that I listed above, at least the nails gives you a little small something that makes you feel like you are in the Halloween spirit. And the last one, be basic. People will try to make you feel like being festive or being excited for the holidays is basic and like, ew, cringy, like you like to do that. No, this is the time of year to be basic. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen that on TikTok or Twitter, Instagram, really everywhere for the past couple of years, they talk about like 
the white girl autumn or like that look because there's a specific girl. I don't know her name, but she goes to like the forest, takes pictures. She has her infinity scarf on, her pumpkin spice latte with her friends. They're all brunette and blonde. And it's just so cute. Like everyone loves those pictures she takes every year because it's beyond basic. But there, I'm also a basic girl. Like I am a bad bitch, but I'm also basic because I like everything else that everybody else likes. And I want to be on trend and I want to feel the cozy Halloween spirit. So I like to do everything that I listed above. So don't let anyone try to steer you out of like doing what you want to do because maybe they think you're too old to be doing it or you shouldn't be that excited. It's just a holiday. Whatever people try to tell you so you don't have fun and enjoy your life, don't listen to them. Be basic. That's the only time I'm going to tell you to be a basic bitch is when it comes to the holidays because it's fun to be basic. All right. (laughs) So the next segment we're going to talk about is the horror date stories. These are a mix of your submissions with Reddit submissions. Reddit and like just random stories I found online that I was like, ooh. And I didn't do any like crazy scary ones like people were dying and getting drugged or anything crazy like that because I was like, ooh, that's a little spooky. So mine are just like, Date stories that are super cringy, stories that would make you immediately walk out of your date because you're like, what is going on? So these are your stories mixed with online stories. So first of all, when it comes to me, I got really lucky with not having to experience first date horror stories because most of you probably actually don't know is that Alex is my first boyfriend ever. And so I hadn't been on a date or anything like that before him. So Obviously, it wasn't a horror story because here we are years later. (laughs) So that was the only that's like the only experience that I do have when it comes to like dating in that realm. So all my knowledge is from just me being smart, really. Like my knowledge is from watching other people in their relationships. And then it also is from just me just, you know, having to get head on my shoulders. So I still know my shit. Don't get me wrong. It's just that I have been really lucky and I had to go through all the ups and downs and BS that most people have to go through. So I do not personally have a story to share about a bad date because I have not had one, thankfully. Um, So let's get into, oh wait, I actually wanted to say our first day we went to the movies and then we went to Laguna Beach and like had a night there. So that was really sweet and fun. And that was, that was that. And here we are today, years later. (laughs) Okay. So for y'all stories though, y'all didn't get so lucky like me. Sorry about that. You know, stay safe out there, though. Okay, the first one. I went on a lovely date with someone I met online, had a great time. After we finished dinner, she discovers over 15 missed calls from her family. Apparently, her mom did a Google search on me. Surprise, she found out that we were actually cousins. Oh, uh, thank God for Google searches and, like, family members or friends that do a complete FBI search because that's something I would do. If my friend had a first date, I'm looking you up from top to bottom to see what is your deal. So good thing they did that because you don't want to be messing around with your cousin. I mean, I guess some people do that low-key. Yikes. You know, you know, you know who you are. But it's funny about that because I've seen it. I remember when I was, like, a baby and my cousin's, like, two years younger than me, we were both baby babies. And I used to think I was going to marry him because I think when you're really young, like at that age, you feel like, oh, like I love my cousin or same thing with your dad. Like they say like your dad is your first crush because it's like a a figure and you're like, oh, I love him so much. So you associate love with marriage and not looking at it like a relationship in that way. But that only works when you're a baby. It doesn't work when you're grown. So you can't be dating your cousins. Okay, the next one. We We went to a scenic view over the city. He came up behind me, put his hands over my belly and said, 
I can't wait till this is swollen with my seed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait one more time. He said, I can't wait till this is swollen with my seed. We were barely out of high school. I literally ran away in heels at night until I found a payphone. Okay, that is like actually a horror story. Like you can make a whole movie off that one scene. That is incredibly disgusting. One, because that's just weird. So weird. And then two, you're barely out of high school. So like, why are you trying to impregnate me? Like, what the hell? Yeah, that's that's weird. Okay, (laughs) number three. A guy who lived in my dorm in college asked me out on a date. He picked me up in his car to go see a movie. He told me that he needed to stop at a friend's house quickly. He ended up playing video games with his friend and forgot about me in the car. It was also winter. First of all, this is how you know you need to get up and run because the first date is essential. Like, this is probably the best behavior this man has to offer. And if this is the best behavior he has, it's only going to be downhill from here. Like, your first date and he's dropped, he leaves you in the car in the wintertime to play video games upstairs. Imagine what three months from now will look like if you continue to date him. From that moment, you need to get out of your car, call an Uber, and get the hell on. That's what's so cool about today's society is that you have an exit now. Like, a lot of these bars, they if you go up to them and you're like, this guy's creepy, they'll, like, find you a way out. Or you can order a drink specifically at some bars that shows you, like, for especially for women, if you feel unsafe, that shows the bartender, like, you're not comfortable, they'll help you. And then, of course, we have Uber and Lyft. So there's a lot of ways to get yourself out of a situation these days. And then that one, you need to get out the car and call an Uber. Okay, number four. I'm a father. I went on a date, and when we got there and sat down, unprovoked, first thing out of her mouth, I just don't like kids, and I never want them. I feel like I'd be that mom that left them in a hot car to die. Wait, what? That felt them, that left them in a hot car to die. I walked out without a word. What? Okay, first of all, that's good. You walked out. You used one of your resources walking out, probably driving away or calling an Uber. So good, good job for that. But also, that's why, and as you hear more of these, one thing that I wanted to say was like, I think it's so important to find out more about your date before you even meet up. Like, yes, that's why that's a, that's what's kind of cool about the apps is that you can text and like message back and forth for a good amount of time before you probably even meet up. And I advise people to do that because you probably could have already known she didn't like kids if you had more communication before you met up. I kind of look at it like indeed, like finding a job. You have to go through the resume process and they're going to like go through all the resumes and you have to go through like online quizzes sometimes when you're trying to find a new job. And then they might not pick you. So then you don't even get to the interview part, which saves both of you time. You know, they don't want to move forward with you and they know they don't want to move forward with you. So what's the point of going through an interview process, getting your hopes up and then also wasting time? Same thing with dating. Like, I feel like you should go through a process of talking to each other more often on the phone or through texting before you meet up, because that's a scenario where if you happen to have mentioned kids that you have kids which is something that probably should have been the first thing you said, one of the first things that you said, you would have already known that she didn't like kids because her mannerisms would have changed or she would have just flat out said, I don't like kids. I would probably leave them in the car to die, like she said. So you would have already known that if you just like did a little bit more, I don't know, talking or research. So that's like my first tip is make sure you guys are communicating with these people that you're about to go out with before you meet up. I think it'll make things a lot smoother. Okay, number five. I went on a date where he talked about himself a lot and then later drove me around to show me where all his exes lived. Hashtag true story. 
that's just bizarre. Why are you doing that? <laughs> why, why do I need to know where your exes live? Like, okay, I'll say this. I'm one that I do like to know about exes. Like, ee, I just like to know I'm nosy. It's because I'm so nosy. It's not because I'm like jealous or a crazy girlfriend. I just am so nosy that I want to know, like, what was it like? Like when we were at, H- at um, his homecoming, I was like, okay, who out of these girls were you messing around with? Because I got to know. I got to know. Um, but not to the point where I need to know where they live. That's a whole different level of creepy. So one, that works because I'm asking him about his exes. He's not just like telling me, hey, this, this, and this. And also this is their address. Want to drive by their houses? Like that's weird on his behalf to do that. So I hope you did not stay with him. Okay, number six. As we met up and started walking towards the cafe, before we, this is what he said, before we start, you should know that my family's very wealthy and you'll be taken care of. I'd like to get married right after graduation. So don't worry about going to college or getting a job because you'll be at home. <laughs> I've never seen such a huge pile of red flags since then left before even going inside the place we were headed to. Good girl. Yes. Good girl. You know, what's funny that I don't think this story said anything about a girl and a guy, but I just know this is a man speaking. I just know. So good girl for leaving because you shouldn't not be moving forward with that date. And the thing is, there are a lot of women that maybe would have liked that phrase of like, don't worry about anything. You're going to be at home chilling. My family's rich. A lot of girls would be like, period. But the difference with that, it's like, I want to be able to kind of make that choice myself, not you telling me don't worry about doing this. Don't have a future. Don't have a job. Don't have a career because you're going to be at home because I have money. Whoa, super red flag, especially on the first date. That's a no-go for me. And two, like my advice out there is if you are dating someone that, you know, they want you at home or they take care of you financially in that way, that's totally fine. But I personally think it's always good to have your own or be able to have your own because the last thing you want is someone to be able to hold something over your head or you don't have access to leaving. You don't have access to anything on your own because everything's pipeline through your significant other. I actually saw this TikTok and it was so funny because this girl was like, I could never have a man take care of me in that way because she was like, imagine arguing with your man and he's like, bet I'm not giving you money to give your, get your hair done next week. It's like, what? My hair? Like you're going to use my hair against me because you pay for my hair? No. Like imagine, can't get your nails done. They're over here like, well, you've been going to Starbucks too much. What? You are not about to tell me I've been having too many ice shaking espressos. So that reason alone, women especially, figure out a way or have your own in some capacity. Even if you don't feel like your person would ever do that to you, it's still, you just never know. Okay? So be smart. So good thing for leaving. All right. Number seven. He was trying to explain that his family was involved with the KKK, but not for racist reasons. Oh, not for racist reasons, though. For what reasons? The outfit? You like all white that bad? What are you talking about? But not for racist reasons. This was after declining all non-American dinner options, which I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he's from a tiny town in Texas, so I figured it was all just new to him. I left money for my food that hadn't arrived yet and headed out. I don't know why. I don't know why he even asked me on a date because I'm pretty obviously Hispanic. Okay, well, one thing is, just to make it kind of clear overall, um, some people are just racist towards black people. So that's one thing <laughs> I will say. So he might have asked you on a date because he don't mind Hispanic girls, but he don't mess with the black ones. <laughs> so that's probably what that was. Or if you're like 
look different, like if you're lighter, whatever, whatever the case may be, there's many reasons why somebody that is racist towards one group of people will still date a person of color. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. But two, my family was a part of the KKK for non-racist reasons. Like I, maybe I'm not familiar with the other values that they had besides hatred towards black people. I don't know what the other reasons were. I mean, like I said, maybe he liked the all white outfit. Maybe he didn't want his face exposed for maybe he was sick and he wanted to wear the thing. I don't know, but that is very sketchy and I'm glad you left. (laughs) Number eight, she wanted to look at wedding dresses as a first date. Yes. Sorry, sis. That is a red flag. That is, it's not necessarily a red flag. It's just too much. It's too much. It's like, we harp on guys for doing, like, some people doing the most the first day or, like, the whole, like, wrapping the stomach around and saying, I can't wait to fill you up with my seed. <laughs> that is obviously more intense, but it gives the same vibe as, like, first day going to get wedding dresses. Like, that, you don't even know what that person wants. Do they want to get married? Do they even want a relationship? Do they just want to hook up and you're over here, like, trying to show them wedding dresses? That's another reason why I think you should talk about what you want beforehand or have more conversations because... You would have known if that was a good enough, if that, if that was a appropriate date to take someone on. There are some men that are like so ready for that next step in their life that they would be happy to be like, yes, a woman that wants to get married right now, just like me. But a lot of people are not like that. And you need to find that out before you over here taking them to say yes to the dress and filming an episode. Okay, number nine. I was asked out by a guy that used to be a customer at a coffee shop I worked at. He always seemed nice. He always seemed nice. For our first date, we went to a nice restaurant and he would not stop talking about how nice my eyes were and said, I'd love to take your eyes and just put them in a jar on my bedside table. (laughs) I definitely made an excuse to leave and get the hell out of there. Okay, what I love about these stories is that y'all are leaving. Like you're not even giving these people the benefit of the doubt. You're like, this person is creepy and I'm gone. And honestly, like after watching the Jeffrey Dahmer um, documentary, uh, not documentary, show, I was like, okay, yeah, it's like, it is good to leave or when you feel a little bit of inkling of like, this person's kind of weird. It's, we don't have to be nice. I think that's the, I think that's the hard part for most people is because it's scary to be like mean and like women have gotten hurt severely for being like, ew, you're weird. Or like, no, you can't have my number. Like that, that scares women because we know what men sometimes do when they get denied or, or told no. Um, but at the end of the day, we don't have to be nice. Like you have every right to walk out because you felt uncomfortable. Like this man is talking about, and he probably meant it in a jokey, w- jokey way, but like, that's weird. I wish I had your eyes and put them on my bedside table in a jar, like basically floating in water, like a scary movie. No, because you, you, you say you laugh at that. Ha <laughs> ha. You're so funny. And then he does another weird joke, like a week from now. And then you're not like picking up on these red flags that he's kind of creepy and obsessing over you in this manner. You might find yourself in a bad situation. So that's good you left. Number 10. Okay, this one. It's a story. One time I went on a date with this guy I'd known since high school. And I was already nervous because he was a jerk in high school. When he picked me up, he mentioned how nice I looked and talked about how much I was going to love the restaurant we were going to. Ended up being amazing, but then he got a call from a weird number, went outside, and left me there for about five minutes. Then he came back and said he needed to confess that he actually had 15 girlfriends because he was not, because one was not enough. (laughs) I was completely over the date at this point and said we we needed the check. He said he would cover for me, but then he went to the bathroom. 
He literally left and I had to pay for everything. Last week, he called me saying how much he missed me and asked me to meet me and asked to meet me at a coffee bar to talk about our first date, which was last year. It turned out it was a prank and he didn't show up to meet me. So, yeah. Girl, what? Okay, let's dissect this story. One, the 15 girlfriends. No. For some people, that might work. Okay, but, okay, this is a great example. I talk about this because I talk about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and why that show is so interesting to me because nobody in the real world would ever let somebody date 15 other girls. Like, The Bachelor... The Bachelor is literally that. It's a man in like 15, 20 girls. And they're all fighting for his attention, especially that first episode. They're like, oh, excuse me, can I get some time with him? Like, imagine doing that in real life. I could never imagine being at a bar and I'm like thinking a guy's cute. Go over to him, talking to him. And a girl tapped me on the shoulder like, oh, can I get some time? What? Like, and then he's like, yeah, over here. Like a line of girls waiting for him. Only on The Bachelor. Why? Because it's on TV. So, of course. I would do that for TV too. But this is a prime example why this doesn't work in real life. He said, I have 15 girlfriends. You're like, no. But on The Bachelor, it's okay. But you're also on TV. So there's something to gain off of it. So I get it. Second thing is, you said last week, he, first of all, you met up with him again. Why'd you do that? Because you said that he didn't meet up with you. He didn't, he, it was a prank, I guess. But you shouldn't even know that because you should never have even agreed to meet up with this man. But you did. You got to learn. You cannot be doing that. Like, that's how men, they just suck women back in. Just manipulative. It's wild. Like, you should not have gone back to that. Yeah. Er, he's next. Okay. Number 11. I am bisexual and recently went on a date with a guy who asked me how my experiences differed between dating men and women. I said that with men, there's a strong element of fear. And unfortunately, I have to be aware of how wrong things could go. He then proceeded to make jokes about how he was going to chop me up into little pieces for the rest of the date. Yeah, what? Why would somebody want to hear that? Are you kidding me? It's, okay, first of all, these are real fears that women have. They're not jokey jokes. <laughs> like, they're not, women don't want to feel like that's not a joke for you to be like, oh, you be scared of men? Well, I'll show you scary. Like, that is not your position to be doing that. You should have been like, wow, I'm so sorry. Let me prove to this woman that I'm not a piece of shit. Let me prove to her that I am not scary. She could trust me. Instead, you're talking about chopping her up into little pieces like a Netflix documentary. No, I hope you left. I hope you left because that's creepy. But then it's hard because if someone's joking, like it's hard to be like, goodbye, I'm leaving because you're part of you. is like, well, it's a joke. So I'm just going to like sit here and like kind of laugh at it. But your insides are like, he's going to murder me. But also, I hope you didn't ride with him. Like the first dates, you guys should all be driving separately or get, that's why Uber and Lyft exist. Like take an Uber if you know you're going to drink, Uber back. They shouldn't know where you live and you should not be getting in the car with someone on the first date. Oh my God. I think I got in the car with Alex on the first date. I did. But let me tell you, mine's a little bit different. Mine's a little bit different because we already worked together. Like we worked together for, I knew him for a year and I already did my research. Like I stalked, like I, we, I'm gonna have him on the show one day and I'll tell you everything about how I stalked this man. But I stalked him. I talked to all like people that he knew and they all like super vouched for him. So I did feel really comfortable and I saw him at work every day. So I'm like, well, he can't be creepy because he'd be at work. I don't know. I guess it's the same thing. I shouldn't have jumped in the car, but I did. I just liked him so much. Don't do as I say, not as I do, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, next one. One time on a date, this guy, dead serious, asked me, do you want to summon a demon with me sometime? And, looked, and then he looked genuinely hurt when I said no. 
Yeah, no, no, thank you. Like all them, even those like exorcism movies be scare me because this is what I think. This is what I think about exorcism movies. I'm like, the actors, do they ever like low-key get possessed? Because they're literally acting like um an um, what's it called? An exorcism. Like they're doing the whole thing, the whole routine that goes into that. And I'm like, could you possibly get possessed while you're filming it? Or then as a viewer, I'm like, I'm listening to all the the mumble jumble that they're saying to like do the exorcism. And I'm like, could it come through the screen and grab me? Like sometimes sometimes I'm a little scared about those movies. I still be watching them, but part of me is like, ooh, this could this could go bad. So that summoning a demon, absolutely not. I do not play with that. Especially black people. We don't do that. Like the whole Bloody Mary three times in the mirror, I have never, ever done that. Is it fake? Yeah, probably. But do I know? No. Will I find out? Absolutely not. I'm not about to go in the mirror and do that. Are you kidding me? So if this is a black person, I know for sure you didn't do that. We don't do that. Okay. <laughs> number 13. Ooh, 13. That's a, isn't that like a scary number. I don't know. Okay. Number 13. I had a date with a guy who seemed nice and down to earth. Toward the end of our date, he stated he wanted me to change my major to education so I could homeschool our children. There was no second date. Thank God. Home, you guys are jumping, like some of these men, you clearly just want like a 1920s housewife vibe. Um, and the girls aren't like that no more. Like that's just what it is. Women are like straight to their bag. They're getting money, they're independent. Like you're not gonna, there are a ton of women out there that want to be a stay-at-home mom and do all of that, which is totally fine, whatever you want to do. But the end of the day, it's the option to choose what you want. And I think that's what makes it better because you can choose to be a housewife, stay at home mom, but you can also choose to go this direction too. Whatever you choose, as long as it was your choice. But some of these stories, it doesn't sound like these men want you to have a choice. They just want you to want you to be a stay at home mom and to homeschool our children. Change your major to homeschool our children. Like that's a lot you're asking for, and it's just really disrespectful. Because who said that I want to have kids and be a homeschool teacher and not do the occupation that I'm preparing for in college? Absolutely not. Okay, number 14. I told this guy I played the piano, and half an hour later, he said, if I wanted if I wanted you to always remember me, I'd break your ring fingers, you know, because they don't heal well. And then you'd always think a bit about me while you're playing. Safe to say I left the restaurant fairly quickly. Wow. Like, it's honestly, I said that these were not scary, but low-key, they could have been scary. They're kind of funny to read out loud because it's like, who would say this? But then it's only funny because you walked away and you were safe. But this really could have been a situation or story that was not that funny. So I'm glad all of you guys are like, I got up and left because I basically felt uncomfortable. Just don't do that. Don't be saying creepy stuff on a date. Like, no, you don't want to end up on someone's podcast and they're talking about your date. <laughs> okay. And the last one, number 15. Mid-date, he placed his hands on my stomach and said, my son will grow here. <gasps> the audacity. The men, I can't. It's one, it's two parts of this. One, that's just disgusting and weird. My son will grow here. And two, your son, like, what year is it? You know, like, people still do that. Like, oh, I want a son so they can pass my name down. And like, like, you're a king. You think you're a king and you're about to make the next king? Like, we live in the United States and you are nobody. You don't need a son. You don't need a son to pass down your name. Weirdo. Honestly, daughters are really cool. Like, I'm the only child and I'm a girl. And it eats. Like, my dad loves it. He was a passion dad. He, it's okay to have a girl. It is fun. It's cute. You don't have to look at it in this, like, misogynistic way. Like, I need a son. 
Anyway, ew. so those were the stories of today. Those, like I said, a mix of your guys' stories and Reddit. And honestly, some they were kind of creepy. They were a little bit creepy. I didn't want to go too dark because I'm like, I don't want to scare y'all. I don't know what time you guys listen to the podcast. And if it's at night, I don't want to scare you. And then plus, I don't want to be scared of myself. So I kept it like, I thought I kept it lighthearted, but then some of them got weird, like really weird. So anyway, for today, Primani's final thoughts is... Make sure that you do some research before you go on a date. Like I said, you do not want to put yourself in a situation where these are the stories that you have to tell your friends. You could dodge this bullet, I think, by having a conversation and then proceeding with the date later on when you do feel a little bit more comfortable. Of course, people can lie when they're talking to you on the phone. They can lie when they're texting you and there could be a completely different vibe change when you get in person. But at least you're taking away those chances a little bit because you've had more of a conversation. My second final thought is have fun this holiday season, this Halloween weekend. Be basic, like I said. Get your pumpkin spice latte. It will leave soon. Wear your costume and be a Halloween hottie. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Dear Imani. Make sure you stay safe out there this weekend. No drinking and driving because that's a no-no. And have so much fun. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for watching. Happy Halloween! Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!